Hey, in this episode of Resilient Business, we have a returning guest, Dr. Sean Drake from Athlete Chiropractic in Scottsdale, Arizona. Dr. Drake is going to bring us some updates from our last conversation of how he is continuing to integrate Pulse PEMF with everyone from athletes to regular Joes like, like me. So I hope you enjoy. Athletes love routine. They love their routine. They get into a track. They do everything the same way. A lot of times people get compulsive about it even. And you as a, um, as a provider and um, you know, coach, physio, chiropractor, um, team member of that athlete, you need to figure out ways to incorporate and integrate new things, new items into their routine that's you know, a, that's a challenge a lot of times. And I want to know how you would go about doing that, um, integrating something in. I know there's a level of education to it, but what are the tricks to get, especially a pro athlete, to integrate something brand new into their routine? Well, I think, I think when you look at a pro athlete, number one, it's got to be easy. Um, a lot of these, you know, guys and girls, um, more guys and girls, because usually a lot of my women, if you tell them, Hey, this is going to benefit you, this is going to do it. They're going to do it. They're just going to do it. Right. Um, especially if they have the finances, uh, sometimes the guys that I, they'll be more skeptical in the sense of like, well, what is this tool? Or, you know, uh, this is just another gimmick or, you know, another team thing to throw on me that, you know, is not, this isn't part of my, what you just said, routine, right. Or like my, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, like in um, like luck, like their, their system, you know what I mean? So they have their system. If that system messes up then they can't pitch the way they want to pitch, they can't hit the way they want to hit, or they can't play the, the best round on the course that they're going to play. So I think the thing is, is that it has to be easy. It has to be effective to where they can feel it and actually experience it quickly. Um, and then on the other side of it too, is that it's gotta be fun. It's gotta be engaging. Um, and I think nowadays you've got all these things out there and, and, you know, there's different companies in the past two days that I've heard are starting to do certain pop-up projects. And when it comes to like recovery and it comes to, you know, throwing the hyperbaric in there now, and then you've got the compression, you've got the, you know, um, percussion, you've got all these other different tools. Right. And at some point it's like, wow, a lot of this is overwhelming because we only have a limited amount of time when you're a professional athlete and, you know, you've got, and especially athletes I'm learning more and more as I start to, you know, be back in a brick and mortar. I'm not just on the performance setting anymore, right? Where they can fly in, you're with them for a few hours, you figure out what's up, and you're like, hey, goodbye, I'm going to pass you on. Now you're with them through the ups and downs, through their family, through, you know, balancing how, how they recover, how they, you know, even heal. And so the big thing for me is it goes back to those three things. Number one, it has to be easy, it has to be effective, and it has to be fun. If you can do those three things, I think you can change anybody's habits or patterns or anything else because they're going to want to do it. It's going to create that gamified addiction response. And so if we can do that, like I have people that come to my clinic because they're like, dude, I know you're going to assess me. You're going to work on me. And then I'm going to have time to either rest and recover or charge up. And then I'm going to have, it's, it's exciting. Right. And then they see the benefit when they go home, they see the benefit in their sleep. They see the, um, and again, something I, we need to figure out how to do. Um, and I don't know how we do this, but I'd like to get say, 10 or 20 athletes and say, look, let's get either aura ring or whoop or figure out what you know system we want to work on. I'm looking at HRV or recovery settings. And then obviously doing movement screening, corrective exercise, PMF. I think that would be good for pulse centers because that can showcase because what I see more than anything else between, and, and we're going to talk about this throughout the podcast today, but 
you know, what happens when you add certain things together. And if you look at Upgrade Labs, that was originally Bulletproof Labs and Dave Asprey Bulls, um, you know, he has a bunch of different tools to affect your nervous system to either, you know, balance homeostasis, to excite, or to bring down. They're, those are your, your areas that you're going to try to work with, right? And so when we look at biohacking, I think the thing is, is that we've got to make people realize your lifestyle outside of PMF or your lifestyle outside of HBOT or your um, lifestyle out of whatever tool you're using needs to also be a priority because you can't expect the tool just to make you healthy or make you happy or make you perform. If, if that's the reason you're buying something, that's the wrong reason to buy it. What you should be asking is, look, how, what is holistic health for me? Have I dealt with physical trauma? Have I dealt with mental trauma? Have I felt with, you know, dealt with my spiritual trauma? If I've done those things, then I can start to work on everything else. Now these tools start to really benefit me. So we're not fighting, fighting like, okay, my body keeps score, right? There's a book that says the body keeps score, which is like one of my favorite books. And this is why I love this tool because subconsciously, like we can put somebody on there and like somatic relaxation, which is, is um, Peter LaMarche, I believe from Waking the Tiger talks about being able to touch the body in a very specific way and talk to the body and help them relax and get into parasympathetic so that now that body can uncoil and relax. And so if you're a wildebeest and you're getting chased by a lion, you run and then all of a sudden you stop and you can shake off that and get back to parasympathetic. Humans can't do that. This is where I think that, you know, we are seeing that now. A lot of people that have mental trauma, they have so many different things, especially in this last year. And to open up a new clinic during COVID was quite the interesting research project for mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I have seen more dis, dis ease than I've ever seen in clinic before, not just in the body, but in the mental side. And going back to the routine of your original question, even our pro athletes, they don't have a routine anymore. A lot of them, they don't know because they're like, okay, my team's calling me back. And then all of a sudden, nope, we're shut down or, Hey, you got to get COVID tested and then you got to get here and you got to hear. So you're always in this high stress mode, right? You're vibrating in this like high stress. Like, what do I do? Where am I going? What's being told? What should I do? I don't know what to do. And so instead of the known that they've always had, where it's like, look, I just got to show up. I got to, I got to do what I need to do. I got to do what I'm told. I got to do what I think I need to do. And then I can perform. Now it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am now. Like, cause they missed a year or all of a sudden now these injury rates are up and these guys are like, holy crap, I'm injured. I've never been injured. And it's because they lost that routine. So hopefully that answered your question kind of in a roundabout way. It's a great answer. Um, I was driving at the point of COVID induced new routine items, which aren't really routine, but now they've been dropped into your schedule unannounced in some cases at different time intervals and different frequencies and durations um, for a lot of these things. And I was wondering if, generally speaking, you were seeing people, and especially the pro athlete community, push back or even, you know, obviously, if you get into a state of complaining about something and things like that, that can affect performance and lots of other things, as you say, too, because that affects the brain. Um, so I, I just wanted to see if sort of the general consensus was everybody is trying their best, obviously, to adopt, adapt to kind of what's going, what's been going on. Um, but are there some that are struggling, obviously, maybe more than others um, in that regard? And where do you kind of see that? 
Yeah, I think again, I think it comes down to the sport, right? Like, it, I, there's certain sports that I think are doing a not so great job at, right? There's certain teams that are doing phenomenal jobs at, and so. Like, and I know a lot of these, you know, performance directors and head of sports medicine for a lot of these, you know, different groups. And it's interesting to see, you know, who's taking action in certain areas. Like, what are their priorities? And, you know, one thing that I can tell you is um, a certain baseball team, I won't say the team because I want to be very mindful, um, but took mental health really, really seriously at the beginning of COVID. And if you look at the results of last year, certain, that certain team may have, you know, won the World Series. And so when you have contact with your players and you have, you know, that ability to communicate and you're like, look, this is our priority versus saying like, okay, we got to figure out all the details and systems. And then we're going to tell you that says something. And I think whether it's a professional athlete or it's your patient or it's your client, that communication of saying, look, this is about you, not necessarily about what's going on, but this is about you. How can we help you? And if it's not necessarily that you're with us at the moment, what can we do while you're isolated? What can we do with what you have? And so I think that's a really, really big deal. And so from there, you create this safety, right? And if people feel safe, they're more willing to like listen. If they're willing to listen, they're willing to change or they're willing. And people say that people don't change. But I think that there are factors that can help you move that needle a little bit, mm -hmm. right? We're so not it helps you navigate. A complete turn. But I do think that if you can tell somebody, hey, I'm here for you, what do you need? Not do you want, but what do you need? What are your necessities to thrive or just live? And if people could just narrow down that question of like, hey, what do I need in life? They'd see that they don't need a lot. And they would see very quickly of how much other space they have to open up new opportunities or new routines or new systems. But we get so boggled down in what we want or what we like that we neglect this necessity point. Mm -hmm. So in pro sports, I think that, you know, a lot of times and nowadays, I mean, we've gone to this like influencer Instagram world, right. To where we're constantly trying to, and, and I'm semi guilty of this is that we're trying to put content out or we're trying to, you know, get followers or we're trying to do whatever we're doing, but we forget that it's like, okay, well, what was I doing before? What was my, what made me get to where I'm at? And then beyond that, it's like, okay, cool. Let me get back to those basics. Mm -hmm. And then from there, like listening, looking at the new research, what's actually, what's working, what's not. Because a lot of stuff that we were doing, we're realizing, okay, well, maybe there's a more efficient way to do it. And efficiency is the best thing for a pro athlete. Uh, if you look at the Olympics, I think one of the biggest things that kind of spoke out to me this year was how many people had injuries, number one, how many people that would have qualified a year and a half ago that didn't qualify due to periodization or due to some other situation because their routine got messed up, right? So, I mean, if you look at the Olympic medal system, it it really wakes you up. If you look at like, you know, who was a gold and, or who would have got gold and who, you know, who got silver and who got bronze, who didn't medal, who didn't show up, who dropped out. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there would be a really, really um, awesome opportunity for looking at data from just the Olympics this year. Uh, and, and not only that, but how many, you look at the record in the, in the 400, uh, hurdles, right. And what you ask yourself is, you know, people can argue, okay, yeah, it was a track. It was the shoes. It was this, I'm going to argue, dude, these guys had a chance to rest for the first time ever. They had a chance to heal for the first time ever. They had a chance to train at a very different rate and different setting than they'd ever done before. Hmm. This isn't coincidence, right? So 
and look at how many people healed that were professional athletes during COVID because they were told they just shut down. They were able to calm down. They were able to say, you know what? I don't need to push it as hard. And so hopefully we change this conversation of train, 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 train to let's look at like a actual periodization system of rest, recover, heal, perform. Mm -hmm. I think we're starting to do that because we saw so many people not come back with major injuries. Yeah, that is really good. I appreciate all of that, all of that context. And um, yeah, just the more you're able to be resilient and rest and recover, it, it just feeds all into overall performance and wellness and just being in a better state of mind altogether. Coming back to a little bit what you said a few minutes ago, um, that people like to be safe. I think people also appreciate the transparency of sharing as much information as you have with them. So if you're the team, you know, the coach or the organization talking to the players, talking to individual players, even, um, you know, you're letting them know that, you know, we're not, we're not keeping anything from you guys. We're, we're sharing everything that we know with you guys. And we want you to know we have your backs. Um, this is a, could, could be a confusing time. Um, but the way you guys are going to do the best is if we do the best job of being transparent with y'all. And I think the players, people in general appreciate that. I do. I, I agree. And I think that, you know, this was, this was hard for everybody because we've never really been in this situation, at least in my lifetime, right. To where the entire world shut down. Like this wasn't a world war. This wasn't anything else. But this is a world war in a way. Like this is a this is a this is a big global pandemic issue to where things are being shut down in multiple locations and things like that. So I think, even from leadership standpoints, you know, I think it would be a really interesting thing if I was if you were like a, a data person to look at organizations, to look at who's in leadership, to look at their history of how they've handled things, and you know, I think we'd really see, uh, you know how that barrier was broken down and how people use that to an ad to an advantage or a disadvantage and how that affected those teams and those players and those people. Um, and then that, and that trickles down to our population, right. Um, which we can go into another day on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think, I think going back to the initial question is we have to learn new routines even now, um, than ever before. And things have changed in just our food. I mean, if you think about what people were eating during COVID, what they weren't eating, um, and you look at, you know, nowadays the supply chains are being affected. Um, you know, things are, and, and that's just in everything, right? So can you get your supplements? You know, certain really, really quality, high quality supplements from Whole Food, even some of the best, they ran out of inventory resources due to the fact of not having it because it was all bought up. Um, so staying healthy right now, no longer is it a... Um, is it a necessity? It's a luxury. And that's a hard thing because now it's like, okay, well, we're going to take, we're going to take that health thing away from you, real health. And we're going to, we're going to tell you, you need to go this way. And we're going to tell you what you need to do. And I'm like, okay, so that's going to be interesting to see what happens. And if you look at like the water restrictions, I found out yesterday, like the farmers are the first ones being cut off mm -hmm. on certain areas. And like, and holistic food and real food, not, you know, genetically modified food and, you know, not high sugar food and, and all these like, you know, inside the aisle, you know, death programs that go inside your body and just create inflammation and all those other issues. It's the outside. It's like, you know, you, you walk around the supermarket and your food doesn't look healthy anymore. Um, and so I think that's a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Even on the supplement side, you see certain supplements that have been shown to be very effective and um, those are getting 
sort of suppressed and censored and canceled and trying to pull off the market in some cases. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where if you look at enough of these sort of channels of information, you start to get an idea that, that some of, um, some of the conversations are meant to go in a certain way and some aren't. And, that's, that's been frustrating. And that can frustrate all of us. And if it comes to a pro athlete or someone who makes a living off, you know, the razor thin edge they have both mentally and physically, um, even a little bit of confusion or angst or fear um, in any of those areas can certainly affect them big time. You know, they say that if, you're, if your driver is only, you know, is, is, is off of you know, off of the target line by even one degree, your ball can be 30 yards to the right or left of, of your target. And so that's just a minute, you know, effect, a minute um, cause, a big major effect. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey, switching gears a little bit back to the actual clinic work and the technology and stuff like that. You've been working now with, um, you've well, you've been familiar with PEMF for a number of years. Um, you've been working with ours for a short time now. And um, I'm just wondering, You, I think you touched a little bit on maybe in our last conversation and even earlier today, um, sort of coupling technologies together. Is that something you've started to do yet? And have you seen anything yeah. from that? Or is that something you hope to do? No, I have. And, and I think the thing too is, you know, when you have a clinic or you have a performance center or you have your home, right? Because I think that, you know, one big thing that I want to push people to is to realize like, this isn't going away of you not being able to travel or do things. So what can you do to make your home your, your, your sanctuary, right? Or your performance center for yourself. And um, this is something that you and I will talk about later on another podcast. Uh, but I think the, the easeability of giving somebody the opportunity to just stop for two hours. Think about that. Like, when's the last time you've stopped and just said, you know what, I'm just going to stop. This is why upper cervical chiropractors, I think, sometimes get some of the best care, especially with like whiplash or concussion and things like that, is because they may do an adjustment on the neck, but their protocol is to rest them afterwards. And so it puts them into that parasympathetic rest state so that they actually sit there and they unwind or they tone out or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, when you start coupling and, and again, it has to be the right therapies, because let's say we put somebody on a 7.0 at 70% and that's going to you know calm them down. And then all of a sudden I'm going to go put them on a jarring like vibration machine right afterwards has the opposite effect of what I'm trying to accomplish. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so is it the morning? Is it the evening? What, what is their goals? Again, it's coming down to what they want to do, um, not what I want them to do. Like we should have no, as a practitioner, you should never have a style of how you're going to treat your patient. You should, every patient should be different on what you're trying to accomplish with them. And that's why I like the versatility of the pro is that I can bring it down to like 1.0. I can bring it all the way up to eight. I can start to play with frequencies. I can do time, um, you know, areas. And then from there, I can put them in hyperbaric. So now I, I've, I've charged their cell. So now their cells more apt to want to grab that oxygen and that, you know, and if I'm looking at, you know, oxygen supplementation. Now it's really going to work. So we can take them to one, you know, ATA or we can take them to two, a higher recover the next day. Like I've got people, I had a patient in last week. He's been dealing with tinnitus, Meniere's, um, tremors for probably the last two and a half years. He's been to Mayo. He's been to everybody around the world. 
And then all of a sudden he comes in here because of an article that was written about us. And I'm like, I got to be honest with you. I'm not trying to say that I'm not going to devalidate what you're going through, but I don't think you've been properly assessed. Like you've been getting adjusted and you've been getting all these things. I'm like, let's make sure that that's really what it is. Let's make sure that it's not something else. And so by, you know, and he, and what's crazy is, you know, we went 11 visits without me even adjusting him. We did soft tissue. We did some tonal stuff. We did breathing. We did PMF. And then this past week I introduced hyperbaric because I don't want to overload the system. And so we did PMF and put him in hyperbaric. I got a text from him yesterday being like, that was the best sleep he's ever had. Tinnitus is gone. Tremors were gone. So you start to think about how the nervous system works. It's like, you know, you have uh, Dr. R.S. Apaya. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's one of my mentors. Uh, we were going to partner down in Orlando, but he's got the functional sports medicine masterclass. And I'm learning from him more of my functional medicine at the moment. And in our class this week, one thing he said is that, you know, you're obviously your air, your soil um, are two of your big things that we need to live, right? Well, they poisoned our soil. So now we poison that, right? And then our water, they poisoned our water. They put fluoride in our water. And then now all of a sudden you look at the air. What was the last thing that they had to do? So those three things together, if we're really looking at what the body needs to thrive or anything in the world that's alive, whether it's a plant or a human being, PMF's a big part of it, right? Energy. So we've got to, we've got to be able to charge that system. And Dr. Drobot, um, who's here locally, he's an ND. Uh, he also works in Rhode Island. He gave me the best analogy one day. He's like, Sean, you can work on people. You can work on people. You can work on people. Um, but if you can't charge that cell, just like your plant analogy that you gave me, Joe. But it really clicked for me. It's like, well, this is really why we use that tool. And, and one of my you know, very high-end pitchers came in yesterday, and I, I always put him on the PMF. And he's like, this is like your pride and joy and your baby. And I said, it absolutely is because this supports what I do. This allows me to go after areas. And what's great about the bed is I don't have to, I don't have to think about where the issue is. It's going to target it. It's going to automatically target that depolarized area and it's going to go to it. And they're always like, I just don't get it. How does this work? And I'm, and then you have to obviously explain, but when you couple stuff and then you add laser or you add red light or an exit or you use yellow light and you're, you're bringing it down, you're trying to actually like make something vibrant or you're using blood flow restrictions, something that I'm starting to play with right now is BFR in patients with neuropathy or patients that um, have just had Tommy John or patients with a labral injury um, is now we, what we do is we go ahead and we say, all right, well, let's, let's take you to a workout. Let's stress your system distally. And then let's see what happens with the growth hormone, the IgE, everything else proximally. And there's a ton of research on this. And then what I want to see, and this is what we're starting to do is use the adjustment for to create mobility or soft tissue, whatever we're going to do there with manual medicine. Then we're going to go into a PE, like some type of blood flow restriction to get to actually get the body to actually go into stress distally. Then we're going to use PMF and then we're using that hyperbaric to recharge that cell with oxygen. So when you're coupling these things, I mean, it's amazing to see how the body responds faster, right? Yep. So if we look at acceleration of healing, like this is a no brainer. This is science. So, yeah, excellent. And going back um, to your point earlier about the water, air, and the soil, and as those things all become, I guess, less pure um, is is a word for it, you know. And and you're getting more toxins um, 
entering your body just from an environmental standpoint without even really doing anything wrong. You're just taking a walk, let's say, and having a, having a drink of water afterwards. And who knows you know, what, what types of toxins have entered your body. It's going to be more and more important to detoxify um, at a cellular level, as, as I usually talk about, to help any of those other things. Same concept you were just talking about. I mean, if you wanted to look at it this way. Have you ever seen anyone wax their car before washing it? You know, it's all dirty and they're out there waxing their car. It's not the best way to get the car clean. You wash the car first and while it's sparkling clean, you wax it. That's the best way to get the car clean. So think about it the same way. You could be doing, to your point earlier, all of these different therapies and whether it's nutrition or chiropractic or acupuncture or any using any of the technologies. But if you don't have a clean slate to work with first from a, in this case, from a toxic standpoint at the cellular level, you don't stand as good of a chance. So that's yeah. kind of how I like to think about it. And oxidative stress is a real thing that we can see in blood work. I mean, the more and more that I dive into the blood of the body, the more and more it dictates what we're going to do. Excellent. Because it's fight. I mean, you're in this constant fight and it's like, look, like we're not a clinic that's here to rack and crack or just, you know, see you a ton. I want to make sure that I can teach you how to thrive outside of here. Mm -hmm. Like your training that you do outside of our clinic should be your treatment. Mm -hmm. You should be as your sniper and be able to say, okay, these are the things we got to go after. These are the necessities. These are the things you need to live. Yeah, I get that you want me to work on you and it feels good and it releases endorphins and everything else. And I get that you like the tools that we have in here. But again, these should be supplementary to your lifestyle, to what you do in your home. How can you make your home healthier? How can you make your relationships healthier? How can you make yourself healthier? And if you can do all those things, all this is only going to expand and help you accelerate you to that next level. Excellent. Yeah. And in wrapping up here, that's a really good segue. Um, because there is a broad spectrum, even in the chiropractic realm, um, of you know straight straight offices that all they do is rack and crack, all the way yep. to you know holistically minded, um, multimodality nutrition and all the things that you're incorporating into your practice, um, and so you're sort of at the other extreme end of that spectrum, um, which I love, of course. Um, I think it appeals to the most people has the most effect, most impact, most longevity for clients. Um, so as we wrap up, if someone wants information about exactly what you do, what is the best way of doing that uh, these days? Yeah, I, think they, I mean, they can always go to athletechiropractic.com. They can follow us on Instagram. They can go to Dr. Sean Drake on Instagram, um, S-E-A-N-D-R-A-K-E. Uh, and then, you know, for me, I'm like, if you want to reach out, We'll always get back to you within 24 to 72 hours. Um, you know, our emails are on there. Everything else is there. Uh, we have flying programs. We have telehealth and we have teleperformance programs um, that we're launching here in September. So you know, there's a lot of things that we can do. We can show you how to how you can incorporate a lot of these tools in your home. We can actually help you get them. Um, and then we can write programming for you. So again, if you're at home and you've got the affordability or you've got people that say, hey, we can pitch in on some tools well, then I can show you how to create this center inside your home or inside your community to where you can actually use it. And then we can help you guys thrive. Excellent. We really cool. appreciate you being here, Dr. Sean. And uh, as you intimated during our conversation, this is an ongoing series. 
So we'll have you back, and uh, we look forward to your update next time. Um, If you like what you see on Resilient Business, please like, comment, and subscribe. Check out my affiliate links below. We're going to link Dr. Sean's website, of course, uh, for some great products, great discounts. And if you want more specific information on Pulse PEMF, hit me up on any of my channels, and we'll design a program either for your business or your own personal use. Again, Dr. Sean, thanks for being on Resilient Business today. Have a good day. Thanks, bro.